0: You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. RTHK
1: Radio 3
0: In the final part of the show we get a view from Australia from Adam Dawes, Senior Investment Advisor at Shore and Partners. Good morning, Adam.
1: Yes, good morning. How are you today? I'm fine and how are you doing? Well, it's sunny here in Sydney. So, and the market. Well, I was about to say the market's up, but no, we're uh, having a negative day today. So, look, everything's still pretty good.
0: I mean, you've had a five-day good run, so a little bit of a pullback, and that's literally what it is: is a minor pullback. Doesn't seem to be too untoward. Um, so, let's. I've heard. I mean, Reserve Bank Assistant Governor Chris Kent was speaking at a business summit yesterday, and um, he said that they might have to have some further tightening of the monetary policy. Markets have been strong over the last week though, so how is the inflation looking over there and uh, what are your expectations and whether there will be a 25% rate hike in the, before the year And
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think, well, in the Australian market and certainly the RBA have been working pretty hard to try and get inflation down. We were sort of close to 8%. We're now at sort of 6% as of the last quarterly uh, inflation read. And we'll have another read in the next sort of couple of weeks, which will give us some more indication on how that inflation is going but we do obviously expect that inflation to stay sticky or moderately high for, for the remainder of this year as well, that which will, will probably lead to the Fed plus the RBA to, to talk about uh, that they're not done lifting rates just yet uh, uh, and that potentially another 25 basis points before the end of the year is certainly being priced into this market at the moment.
0: And what is driving that inflation, 6%, is it just the energy costs and um, some currency weakness or is it other stuff as well?
1: Yeah, it's definitely definitely energy and, and oh, petrol uh, is definitely there. Rents also have been rising. I just heard that last segment that you were talking about, rising rents. It's certainly here in Sydney as well as Australia. We're seeing rents rising sort of 2.5% plus, um, you know, in the last sort of six months and then 5% for the year as well. So that's certainly hurting uh, our uh, rental market, which is keeping uh, prices higher, inflation high, um, as well as, uh, we, you know, it's also a lot to do with we're doing a lot of eating out still. I can't work out why, but yeah, the the cafes and restaurants and food inflation is still quite high as well. But I think we're about six months behind what the US has done. The US has had a fantastic way of keeping down their interest rates as well as then inflation, keeping that uh, down where I think Australia still is about six months behind that. So we've still got a little bit of work to do.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if you've got good weather, it kind of makes sense to go out and enjoy eating outside, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then looking at the markets themselves, I mean, one area of weakness, or certainly, is seems to be the healthcare companies, um, is, and that's really been down, I think, to some obesity drugs. Um, what again? What, what? Yeah. What's going on? What are we talking about there?
1: Yeah, so obviously there's this big wonder drug that potentially everybody's heard about, but Novo Nordisk, um, which is uh, a GLP-1 drug, which is basically, uh, it's, a, it's a weight loss drug. And for that, uh, we're seeing a lot of our healthcare stocks starting to fall. Uh, CSL uh, is down around about 21%. This is our largest healthcare provider at the moment, down 21% for the last six months and down 4.5% for the week. And ResMed also on the same trajectory, down 35% for the last six months and down 7% for the week. But for CSL, it's basically uh, this new wonder drug is uh, looking at potentially uh, negatively well, impacting people with liver diseases, and uh, CSL generates about 7% of its group revenue on the back of those uh, diseases, and hence why we're starting to see uh, a bit of a fall on CSL. And then ResMed also, which is a sleep apnea business. Uh, if you lose weight, potentially you don't snore as much, uh, which means you don't have sleep apnea. So that is also getting hit. So yeah, a lot of our very good blue chip healthcare stocks are getting hit at the moment on uh, the potential of this drug potentially, uh, making sure that, the, that, that you know, the, the efficacy of that drug is still certainly working through but is also uh, hurting our share prices at the moment.
0: Okay. And while we're seeing weakness in the, say, the pharmaceuticals, where are we seeing the strength in the markets?
1: So the gold sector started uh, this week has had a pretty good run, uh, obviously being a little bit defensive with uh, what's going over uh, in Israel at the moment. So we're starting to see our commodities are starting to move or doing quite well. Um, our banking sector is actually holding up okay also. Uh, and some of our industrial companies, are, you know, looking very, very good at the moment. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag here on, on the ASX at the moment.
0: And then we've got a few uh, annual general meetings coming up, I I believe, as well. So is there anything that our listeners and investors should be looking out for amongst, amongst that?
1: Yeah, so yeah, so AGM season. Uh, what to look out for? I mean, for, firstly for for AGM is that I always get the AGM statements for the shares that I that we own, but I always go straight to the back and look for the outlook statements. I think that's the most important thing uh, to look at the presentation to start with. Is what what is the company saying about the outlook? But also then looking, you know, shareholders should vote uh, vote and voice their um, opinions on director remuneration and certainly important uh, topics like ESG or climate issues and uh, and basically you know people should be looking at these companies and should be voting because every every vote makes a makes a difference for that and as well as the AGM but it really uh, will allow investors to obtain a greater sense of how the company is going as as you know what they would probably get from looking from an occasional announcement so I think it's really important that people look at that but those outlook statements I think are the ones that you need to look for in AGM season coming up.
0: And have you got any early predictions for what the outlook will be like? Um, I guess that will drive <laughs> market sentiment, investor sentiment, and uh, the performance, I guess, yeah. overall. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely will. I mean, I think the uh, the outlook is, is obviously how is the energy transition side of things going? So, you know, moving away from fossil fuels into the, 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 the new areas of sort of wind and farm, those kinds of things. So that energy transition, how that's moving. Some of the outlook statements, some for the stocks or some of the sectors that have been beaten down, like consumer discretionary side of things with higher interest rates, uh, you know, how are they coping with, uh, you know, that f- – higher interest rates and how they're coping going forward so getting a bit of an outlook on that but then obviously for some of our larger companies like bhp rio those kinds of things where they're where they're seeing their main commodities and how that outlook is is is, you know how that outlook is going uh for the for the next year so yeah there's going to be a couple of things to to look for but certainly the outlook statements is it, it means that we hopefully get positive outlook for the next 12 months going forward
0: And then looking at the uh, broader angle and, I mean, bringing it closer to home for us, Um, Australia and China relationships seem to have thawed a little bit over the last year. And has that been helping some of these companies and uh, the economy overall?
1: Yeah, it certainly is. I think, you know, we're... we're we're, we're certainly waiting on if, if if you know China does take the tariffs off the wine. They have taken tariffs off some of barley and some of our other goods, which has helped our market move forward. Certainly, wine would be one of those ones that I think the market is really looking forward to to you know to see. Um, we've also started to see and hear whispers of of China putting some more stimulus through the property market, and that's certainly going to help the the likes of Fortescue, BHP, and Rio with the iron ore side of things as well. So, yeah, if, if China can stimulate their economy, plus taking some tariffs off, I think that will represent uh, something quite good for the ASX and Australia as well.
0: Great. And in the last uh, 30 seconds that we have, what should investors look out for in the next, say, week or couple of weeks?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think, you know, overall, uh, we we certainly, I mean, the healthcare space, what we've spoken about, I think that's one of the uh, fantastic opportunities for getting some good quality blue chip stocks. Uh, but we, we still need to see a bottom there, so I'd be looking out for some bottoms in certain stocks or, or, or leveling out in certain stocks, and then really just, uh, I guess, making sure that the portfolio is right for moving into the new year. So you know, potentially getting rid of some of those losers uh, in the portfolio and, and and putting that putting that into some stocks that'll do or benefit, for, especially from this ESG transition going forward into 2024.
0: All right. Unfortunately that's all we have time for. So I'd like to thank you for coming in. That was Adam Dawes, Senior Investment Advisor at Shore and Partners. Thanks, Adam.
1: Thank you.